Well, it's a hot one, folks. I'm doing a, a sauna recording, and by sauna, I mean my fucking car in the heat. It's a nice, cool day, but in the car, it's hot. Hold on, I gotta open this window over here. It's a little loud, but I'm gonna let a little bit of air in there. Can't go back in. All sweaty and gross and shit, right? Right? We're adults. We have to present ourselves as such. Uh, a little late, a little late this week. I forgot I had to do this as, uh, you know, things go. But I, I, you know, I have a little bit of notes of stuff to talk about. I got some scribbles, got some scribbles on the old index card over here. Uh, it was like Florida yesterday, like August. And then today it's a nice, calm, cloudy, barely 70 degrees. Nice and dry, not humid, and um, we're feeling good. We're feeling good. We made it to June. June is the universal go-fuck-yourself time of the year, especially for uh, teachers as they prepare for their summer break, which I do not do. I work the summers, and I've never tasted the sweet forbidden fruit of a full summer off because I make all my money in the summer. That's what's up. And since I'm not crypto rich, and since I'm the opposite of crypto rich, I gotta work the summer. You know? What are you gonna do? You take a gamble and you lose. Oh, it's still hot. Hold on, where the hell do I? You know, I sit in the car, I take the keys out. Oh, I can't open it. Because if I turn the car on, then I lose it and I gotta re record it and I gotta do all that shit. Uh, this is the first podcast from a brand new phone. I got a new phone. Um. I spent four hours at the Apple store, which was quite an interesting experience. There was uh, a transgender male, I want to say. I'm not going to correct that because I don't know. I'm not jumping through those hoops. But she, her, was helping a rabbi and me at the same time. And she, her, was doing very well. Uh, very, very nice, very personable, very helpful. Well, mildly helpful. They didn't know shit about why my passwords weren't saving, but, you know, no one's perfect. And then there was a lovely Muslim woman, employee as well, who was helping an Israeli woman. And I'm sitting there in the middle of all this thinking of, oh, how wonderful this U.S. of A. is, and then I'm expecting a mass shooting at any minute, because that's where we are in the world. Oh, it's so morbid, Matt. You were having a nice thing and then you ruin it with that. I know, but look, that's what goes through my head and that's the problem. That's the problem is these thoughts are normalized in your head. You got to thwart them though. You can't accept them. You got to get rid of them. Anyway, took me about four hours. I got a, uh, you know, I, I transferred most of my phone. I thought I lost the Anchor app, which I record this nonsense on. I thought I lost it. I thought I was going to be locked out. And uh, I wasn't. I wasn't. I, luckily, it saved half my password saved. The other half didn't. And no one seemed to know why. Oh, that's so much nicer. Oh, that breeze. My God. I'll be going in the sauna later, but, you know, I don't want a sauna in the car. You know? I draw the line somewhere. Um, but, yeah. So, no one could help me with that. And then the, this, this fucking rabbi and this woman, they were like so stupid, the questions they were asking. I was like, God bless these people. 
They got to deal with this nonsense. The most inane, like, how do I get my uh, WhatsApp to save? It's like, ma'am, what do you mean save? To save so I don't lose my pictures. I'm like, I'm out. I ain't listening. Um, but I, I got it. Everything is smooth. I got a nice new phone, a nice impulse buy. Clearly not a crisis buy. That's fine. Um, it's working very nice. And, um, you know, I, uh, I, I got hustled at the kiosk after I, uh, I, you know, the ideal thing to do, listen, folks, if you're buying a new phone, this is what you do. You know, you get the phone from whatever you provide or whatever you buy everything else on Amazon. You buy the case, you buy the screen protector. You need a screen protector. Don't be a fucking moron. Get a screen protector. And the particular case I got did not have a screen protector for the back camera, which is the most expensive part. So I had to buy one of those. But if you buy the screen protectors and then take them to the kiosk and you throw the guy like 10 bucks, they put it on all professional. There's no stickies on it. There's no bubbles on it. There's no lint on it. You know, that's their life's work. That's what they do. So I could have waffled a little more to get the price off, whatever. But, you know, you got to donate. You got to give to those people. You don't really, but I'm trying to justify getting ripped off. And that's fine. You know, it's fine. It's a part of life. It's a natural occurrence. It's part of my uh, new general philosophical outlook of instead of thinking we weren't meant to do this in whatever task it is, it's I try to refocus my energy on uh, how do we adapt. How do we adapt to it? Not necessarily we weren't meant to sit there playing video games for eight hours a day. Uh, how do we adapt to that? We weren't meant to eat all this bullshit. How do we adapt to that? Instead of we weren't meant to. For the most part, the we weren't meant to heuristic works in terms of uh, filtering out unnecessarily bad things. But a lot of it comes down to uh, adaption. How do we adapt to it? How do we open the door to get a better breeze in the car? How do we do that? Just like that, baby. So how do we adapt? That's the, that's the golden question. How do you adapt? What do you got to do? What do you got to do? What is going on over here? The other fucking day I parked in this spot and there was all these weeds. I come back, of course, after I washed my car the weekend before, I come back and this fucking idiot weed whacked all the weeds and got the freaking shit all over my car. Now what the hell are they doing? We got the freaking bottle people out. My God. Get the fuck out of here. All right. Well, there's always that. There's always something. There's always going to be something. You know? There's always something. Um, but I'm feeling good. I'm feeling optimistic. I feel like uh, some kind of bubble popped and I have a no new clarity for the world. And, uh, you know, I live my life in these fluctuating states of... Uh, alignment and complete uh, sludge shit bullshit garbage you know it is what it is um let's see listening to uh chris stefano on uh on rogan and all these guys i feel like i knew them in college all these guys all these these guys from the city 
I feel like I knew them in college or I knew their friends in college. Um, they just seem familiar to me. And I definitely know, based on the schools they went to, I know people who went to those schools or knew people who went to those schools. It's all a network because back then everyone knew everyone. That was back in the day where people had a, what the hell was it, Nextel? The Chirps? You remember those things? You'd, uh, it was like a little walkie-talkie thing. They were ridiculous. They were like the dumbest things going, and everyone from the fucking city had one. So when I was like a freshman in college, I'm like, what is, what is this thing that they all have? They're like, bro, I'll chirp you later, bro. Bro, what's your chirp? I'm like, I, I got a phone, bro. I, I got that. And then in class, you hear like, bleep, what up, bro? Bleep, what up, bro? Bro, where you at? Where you at, bro? You hear that every fucking class because these fucking boneheads wouldn't even silence it. Um, so that's what I think of. But anyway, he's talking about uh, his anxiety and how he overcame it. And my favorite thing to do when I'm driving is when people ask questions on podcasts, I answer them out loud to myself. And there he was asking, you know, Joe Rogan was asking, well, what do you do to deal with it? How do you calm down? And immediately I said, go for a fucking walk. Walking is the best thing. And the guy was like, Chris Stephens was like, oh, you know, uh, I'll go for walks. You know, I'll go for walks to like old places. And uh, I feel at peace being at places that were around like in the colonial times. And I was like, my man, I do the same thing. I like to be at peace in nice colonial places. It brings me great joy. And uh, I, I have no colonial heritage here. I, my ancestry goes back to uh, Southern Italy. And a little bit of Sardinia. And a little bit now, I learned that one of my parents has 2% from Wales. So, look who's, uh, look who's eating his fish and chips today. Huh? Look who. Look who talked all that shit and ended up having to look in the fucking mirror. Huh? Look at that. Look what happened. Isn't life funny like that? Isn't it funny how that works? I think it's funny. Uh, what the fuck was I saying? Oh, yeah. And so he's talking about his anxiety and how there's a narcissism in anxiety. And I never really looked at it through that lens. But it's true. It's this inflated ego of self-importance where you think the world cares about you more than it actually does to a sense where it's detrimental. And I think that's uh, an interesting perspective and it helped me integrate a lot of things because uh, growing up, I always mistook arrogance or confidence for arrogance. And that kind of fucked up the whole way I perceive things from an internal perspective. And it made me very irreverent towards authority and general ambition. And it took a really long time to kind of repair that and find a way to make power of it. And, um, you know, it happens that if you view anxiety from a narcissistic lens, then it would make sense that it's an overinflation of reality. It's an overinflation of your own importance. It's an overinflation of just where you stand in the whole thing. So that was actually very helpful in terms of uh, 
putting a few pieces back in the bins that they belong, you know? A little bit of uh, internal shopkeeping, right? Taking stock, dusting off the shelves, putting the best stuff in the back so that people got to walk through to get it so they see the whole store, you know? It's all marketing. I don't even know how that tangent worked. I don't even know if it did. Well, that's my fucking index card for the day. Well, we got a lot of birthdays to celebrate. May is a big month, even though it's June now. Uh, this should have been recorded the last day of May, but what are you going to do? What the fuck are you going to do about it? Nothing. You're going to enjoy it anyway, and that's the matters. Um, look at the Nayham Mayhem. The Nayam Mayhem. Celebrating uh, a birthday. We'll give him a shout out. Much love to him and all his support. Wish him all the best things in the world. He's in the same club as I am. Uh, we got Lloyd the Destroyer, Lloyd the Reckoner. He had a birthday too. A lot of those uh, Gemini birthdays over there. I got a lot of family members who have birthdays this time of year. And uh, look, it's uh, this is my happy season. And hopefully uh, the doom and gloom is over. Now we gotta get to work. Gotta get to work on all that shit. You know? Gotta get rid of the intolerable things. I have to turn my mirror in. These fucking cars get close. That's really nice with the breeze. Let me tell you, I got the door open. Just talking shit with the door open. See, people think I'm having a reciprocal conversation. They don't know I'm just talking to my phone like a fucking idiot. Oh, the breeze is nice. So, yeah. Um, uh, I thought about posting this on Twitter. I went back on Twitter to see if I have spaces. And lo and behold, folks, still no spaces. Still no access to spaces. Um, still no spaces. I was reminiscing about uh, the good old Clubhouse days. I was going to be so big in Clubhouse. I was going to have a million followers. And I was going to like do a half hour work every day and just talk shit and pretend I knew what I was talking about. And people were like, going to pay me to listen to that. So I'm really sad that Clubhouse went under and Naval lost millions of dollars. And it just didn't work out because the developers are absolute fucking idiots. And they made something easily replicable, exclusive. And then Facebook and Twitter are like, hey, stupid. We just remade the whole thing in a day. And we're going to release it on our platform that already has billions of users. And uh, no one's going to want your dumb shit anymore. And they did. And they did. And just like that, Clubhouse died overnight. Along with my dream of, uh, you know, getting paid to talk shit. Right? Here I am. In my car with the door open. Living the dream, baby. Living the fucking dream. You know? It's good. It's all good things. It's nice. It's nice to do nice things. With nice people. Um, But, here we are. Um, I think that's it. I think, uh, 16 minutes, all you're going to get this week. I think that's all I got. Um, 
I, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes you just got to, uh, talk shit. Oh, the new, uh, new Band of Horses album. Things are great. It's pretty damn good. Totally digging it. Uh, I recommend you check it. Uh, and, uh, I think that's it. I think that's it. Much love, gang. We did it. We did another one. I don't even know what number it is. So every time I do the numbers, I just guess. I try to overshoot. But I wouldn't be surprised if there was three season two episode fives. I wouldn't be surprised. You know? Law of fives. What are we going to call this one? See, what happens is when I am done and I record, I never look back. I forget what I said. Uh, the stupor ends, you know, once you enter the mad space, time flows differently, and then when you leave the mad space, you're in a different world. Every time you go through that portal. Um, I had a name, what the fuck was I gonna call it? I'll figure it out. Will I? I had the name. It was something I said I was going to name it after that. Usually I do that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'll call it something stupid like the portal. Like Eric, uh, whiny tits over there. Uh, I'll figure out something. Well, you'll know what I figured out once you get this. Uh, all right. Well, look, thank you. Thank you for all the support. Thank you to everyone who, uh, listens, all eight of you. Thank you for everyone who sends cappuccinos. Greatly appreciated. Uh, I asked for a hot, large latte today. They gave me a large iced latte today, but at least they didn't put sugar in it. So there's that. So I drank about half of it on the ride over and I got to tell you, I was freaking wired all day. I had to put it down and then I just finished it. So prime prime mode to uh talk shit you know all right well look that's it thank you